0: life's so full-on i've been working on this deck for ages these steaks don't cook themselves you know life's good with a trex deck composite decking made from 95 percent recycled materials that won't rot stain or fade trex the world's number one decking brand time to talk rugby league with our man jimmy smith of course he's from sen in sydney and part of our nrl nation commentary team happy wa day jimmy <laughs>
1: You people are red hot, and uh, let's hope it's New South Wales Day on Wednesday after the first date of mm. origin. But what, what have you, what have you, you've given yourself a public holiday and just mm. said, why? Well, because we're West
0: Australian. Yeah. yeah well, hey, yeah, okay. and we are COVID-free.
1: <laughs> and we'll be forever more, right? Anything, anything looks like COVID getting across the border, they get shut, right?
0: Correct. Wait. Anyway, uh, just stay away until you're clean. Hey, mate. Just interesting enough. uh, You talked about the state of origin, which is happening uh, in a couple of days' time. I saw online that up there in the top end of Queensland, you can rent a tent for a couple for 185 bucks a night. How good is this? It's brilliant.
1: Well, you know, one of the things that was talked about, uh, or, or sort of wasn't talked about, down here in New South Wales, when it was the, the Queensland government who got the jump on the New South Wales government, and offered up all this money for, for you know, to go up to council, They got the new stadium up there. Uh, they've never had an Origin game before. They were they were very, they're, they're rabid supporters of their Queensland team. We understand that, but. The fact that council's been struggling a bit as a city and and needed a, a, a little kick along and you know these sort of things where there's no accommodation available, there's you know there's no tickets available for the game that the restaurants and everything will be be you know sold out, um, house full signs going up and now you, now you've got to pay $185 to, um, for the lights <laughs> of a tent. It you know it's just a little kick to the economy that the Queensland government would have been looking for and um the fact that it gives their rugby league team a massive bonus on the night too <laughs> doesn't go unnoticed
0: very much so um a couple of yeah as you mentioned a couple of thousand more tickets to go on so just tell us a bit about where both teams are at in regards to their preparation uh, some blokes got tonsillitis i read somewhere uh, and other blokes are uh, feeling unwell what about the injury uh, toll from the weekend because it's quite staggering isn't it where players who step out in state of origin uh, sort of days ago are uh, going hammer and tong in for their club teams. It wouldn't happen in any other sport. It's quite amazing how how uh, aggressive and how they go about it and they play club ball and then play state of origin.
1: Yeah, it was, it was a little bit unusual. So Reed Marney got the opportunity to play with the Eels because he was 19th man. He was going to yep. go back into the squad and he ended up injuring his shoulder in that one. So they've called Ben Hunt who's played a lot for Queensland previously, played for Australia. So he's got the experience. He's going to go up there as as a shadow. So he's sort of... He played on Thursday night. So he's shadow for AJ Brimson. There's still a little bit of a concern around him from a, a knee injury point of view. Dane Gagai's got light But seriously, Timmy, every year it's something, you know, mystery flu in the Queensland squad, in the lead-up to the game. Oh, lo and behold, Dane Gagai or whoever, insert player name here, is miraculously able to recover for the game. Dane Gagai is a dollar one to be playing in this state of origin game on Wednesday night.
0: Well, who do you think is going to win? A couple of days out, uh, when you line up all the ducks, Jimmy, who's going to win this first game?
1: New South Wales' back line looks phenomenal. Uh, and, and it's a little bit makeshift with no Kalen Ponga there for Queensland. Valentine Hans back to fullback. Kyle Felt onto the wing. Um, Kurt Capewell is really a back rower who's going to be doing a job in the centres. So it's a little bit uh, not as settled as the New South Wales side, certainly not as a threat, but uh, State of Origins aren't one with back lines, Timmy. they're one with forward packs and they're one with doing the hard yards and getting out of your own end and, and rolling up the sleeves and doing a job for your team. That is not, it's not very sexy. Um, it, it goes unnoticed by a lot of people, but certainly not by the coaching staff. So from that point of view, Queensland have got this really good, really agile um, really powerful forward pack. And the New South Wales forward pack, I'm, I'll put it this way. It's not the forward pack that I would be picking. Maybe Brad Fittler's you know, ahead of the curve on this one, and I hope he is. But there's a, Cameron Murray's going to be playing on an edge. He's a middle forward. Tariq Sims has not been in great form. There's four guys missing from the side because of different reasons who I think would have been ahead of both those players. I can't believe that Payne Haas is going to be starting from the bench, uh, get him out mm. there to start the game with Jake Draboyevich. I've I just got some concerns around that as a result and the fact that it's being played up in Queensland. Timmy, oh, it, it pains me to say it, but I think Queensland are in the stronger position.
0: Wow. How many Broncos are in the team?
1: Uh, Xavier Coates and – well, Xavier Coates for Queensland and Payne Haas for New South Wales.
0: Wow. I remember when the Broncos used to make up three-quarters of the buddy. Queensland State of Origin team.
1: And, and and you know what? That says as much about the Queensland State of Origin set-up as it does about the Brisbane Broncos, who mm. who really are struggling at the moment. They, they've got a guy that... Well, they let go of Dave Fafita, remember? He's in the Queensland squad. He's now playing with the Titans. Um, they, they've let go of Reece Walsh. He's not named in there, but I wouldn't be surprised if Paul Green gets him around the squad at some, at some point. He's now playing for the Warriors. So don't worry. They've come through the system. They just haven't
0: retained them. What about my team, The Storm, continued on their winning way on Saturday with a 2014 win over the Titans?
1: Had to do it a little bit tougher than a lot of people anticipated and I don't know how much of the game you saw but Brandon Smith, who is the fill-in for, well he was for Cameron Smith, now he's the fill-in for Harry Grant in many ways. He gets the opportunity to start at Hooker and he is just an inspiration to that team. Um, He's such an important player. I know that Craig Bellamy looks like he's going to go around again for the for the next year for the Melbourne Storm. I, I reckon priority number one now from a player point of view is make sure that Brandon Smith stays with that side because I, I don't think they win that game without Brandon Smith and they, they just hung on against
0: the Titans. What about my team, the West Tigers beating the Panthers? First <laughs> loss for the year. How many teams have you got, Timmy? I uh, just whoever's winning. Yeah, fair enough. Fair I'm enough. actually. I actually, other. when I lived in Sydney, Smithy, when I lived in Sydney in the eighties, I was a um, Belmain supporter. Okay, there you go. where did you live? I lived in a couple of places. When I first moved over there, I could only afford to live in uh, Marylands, um, and then I moved over to the uh, to Lane Cove and got held up walking up to the Great Northern Hotel on my way to see the cockroaches uh, who became the Wiggles.
1: Mate, do, do you know that I've played a lot of cricket with John Field, who is the lead singer, mm. or the former lead singer, of the Cockroaches and, of course, brother to Anthony yeah. Field, the Blue Wiggle. So, there you go. So I, I went to plenty of Cockroaches concerts at the Cock and Bull Hotel at Bondi Junction.
0: I was walking on the Great Northern Highway from Lane Cove up towards Chatswood. I think that's how I got yeah. that right. Yeah, and Marlborough uh, Road, but, you would have been yeah, going. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Marlborough Road. Yep. That's the road I lived on. That's exactly it. Yeah. Anyway, there and I was go. walking up there, and three young fellas were following me about 20 past five on a Saturday. I was walking up to meet some friends at the pub, and uh, they got in front of me, asked me for some cigarettes. I didn't have any. They asked me for some matches. I didn't have anything. They asked me for some money, and I had $70 in one pocket and 20 in the other. I gave him the 20 He held a flick knife to my throat, and he said, now give us the rest, and that was my day. Wow. Mm.
1: You well, you must have been looked like you're a well-to-do sort of bloke too. They pick their mark pretty quickly, you know. Well, they certainly <laughs> do. I, and uh,
0: yet you know, I walked around Maryland thinking that the whole world was going to end at various times down there the <laughs> Granville way, and I felt 25 times safer than I did on the north side. Yeah. The
1: the, the back streets of Lane Cove or Lana Cove Bay, as we like to
0: call it. <laughs> <laughs> I love That's my time in Sydney. Tough. I love my time in Sydney. Absolutely great time. I, I learned a lot over there. I was writing for AAP Reuters at the time and uh, going to Harold Park Trots on a Friday night and uh, riding race form and, and going to the Sydney Swans games. Great times. Loved it very, very much. And yeah, and I was a I was a, a Belmain fan. Gary Jack, the red at halfback. Michael Neal, was that his name? Michael Neal? Correct. Yeah, Paul Nick Sirinan, Neal. Blocker Roach. Yeah. yeah, yeah they, were, well, they were my boys. They were my boys down. back then. Yeah. Gary Eddie Freeman? Are- Did Gary Go- Freeman
1: play oh. for my team? I played. Yeah. I played a couple of years with Gary the Wiz Freeman at the Roosters, where he won a Dally M. But yeah, he was he was the most competitive. Yeah, I'll tell you what. What Gary the Gary the Wiz Freeman used to do? He used to train on Christmas Day because he <laughs> said no one else is training on Christmas Day, and I'm wow. getting ahead of them. Yeah. yeah he
0: he was the, he was almost the, oh well i stand corrected on this and you you know being the rugby league of aficionado he was the first socks down rugby league player i remember always had his socks down yeah
1: always socks down absolutely he was a socks down player definitely Very johnny good. kidd was a socks down player before him but yeah. uh yeah yeah absolutely
0: all righty so the tigers beat the panthers which was the panthers first loss for the year
1: Seven players out with state of origin. You understand that. But they're a little yep. disappointing, the Panthers. And, and your West Tigers, they're, they're travelling okay. They've, they've moved themselves up to 10th on the ladder and they're starting to get a bit of momentum.
0: Very good. And what about my eels? Too good for the Knights <laughs> yesterday.
1: Your eels are very, very good. That I tell you what, they, they have got some massive problems up there, Newcastle. I don't know where the solutions come, but they've got a review. So we're... We put the review under review yesterday and thought, well, what are they going to come up with? And um, Adam O'Brien struggling for answers. No Caelan Ponga, no Mitchell Pearce. Um, no passion on Old Boys Day. That's the disappointing thing for the Newcastle side. and absolutely flogged by, by the yields who needed to bounce back with a win.
0: Yeah, I did hear it was Old Boys Day. I think uh, Johnsey was up there. Did Fletch go up there and have a look-see? Or did I hear Fletch was up that way as well? Over the weekend? No, I,
1: think I don't he... think Fletch would have been. Up I know there, he didn't play for. I know he didn't play for him,
0: but I thought he was up there. I thought I thought he was going up there to see someone or do something. I've heard him on the radio, but anyway, he's he's uh, look. How, who is the best player of all time to have played for Newcastle? Andrew Johns. Second
1: best. Andrew Jones.
0: Uh, Second best
1: player in the history of Newcastle.
0: Mm.
1: Chief. Mate, I reckon. Uh, oh, chief. Chief, the one they all follow. They, they love Chief uh-huh. um, and was, of course, a mainstay in the Australian sides for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, I, Matty Johns' young bloke was playing his very first game for the Newcastle Knights, third NRL, NRL game in history. Uh, that's in his what history, I was so. listening to. No,
0: not, it wasn't yeah. Fletch. It wasn't Fletch. It was Johns. That's right. That's what I was
1: yeah, listening Matty, to. Yeah, so that was great. great afternoon for the family, given the fact that he and Andrew obviously have a, a great history there winning that grand final in 1997.
0: Absolutely. Hey, good on you, mate. Uh, enjoy your public holiday over there, and we'll enjoy ours over here. And good luck on Wednesday in the Rugby League State of Origin Game 1.
1: Thanks, Timmy. Be careful on Marlborough Road in the
0: future. <laughs> when you have three youngsters following you, cross the road. If they've crossed you over, run. <laughs> that's, that's what <laughs> I should have done. Go, Good on you, mate. Thanks, uh, Jimmy Smith from NRL Nation and, of course, on SEN in Sydney, if you're there. He's the go-to man and he's always kind enough to join us on a Monday talking all things NRL. Don't forget, Wednesday, the big one. State of Origin 1 in Queensland. Come on, the mighty blues. This is the Sporting Goss.